Welcome to this week's edition of Gravel Travel. I'm your host, JJ LaRue. This week, I decided to change things up a bit. Shift to second gear, if you like. I'm 22 episodes down and I'm amazed at how much fun I had doing this. To be honest, it wasn't always easy. It took a lot of self-motivation to push through. What helped a lot was seeing the download counter ticking over and getting phone calls and messages giving me feedback. Then you just pick up again and, and push ahead. This past weekend I attended an event which I haven't done in so many years. The format of these events differ and for this particular one you get together as a group and obviously the common denominator being the motorcycle, there's a fair amount of riding involved. For some it might be more about the social side of things and breaking the isolation of the last few months was a great way to catch up with old friends and and make some new ones along the way. On a more personal level, I wanted to attend the event to not only ride and make new friends, but also expand awareness about Gravel Travel, the podcast. At this event, the Rally Raid, as it's known, there was 150 people. I'm not sure how many bikes, but it was made up of all flavors and colors. The little town of Hoxback not only became alive with the daily roar of passing bikes, but got a huge cash injection from hotel beds being occupied, restaurants and bars. The organizers of this event spend a lot of time putting together outrights and in this case there were two options, RR1 and RR2 as it was known. It was sent to your email as a GPS format file which you could then upload to your navigation device. I had to convert mine to KML because I prefer using mobile. On the first night, you also have a rider's briefing explaining how it all works. Considering that not everyone have the same technical riding ability or might not feel comfortable doing more technical stuff, you have a choice. The one route was easier than the other. It wasn't a case of blue is better than orange, but it's about your ride. One of my previous episodes, Hein Jonker talk about riding your own ride. And it's so true. Don't succumb to social pressure, but do what you feel comfortable with. And to be honest, I wasn't even sure which option I would go for right until we left the first morning. It's pretty much a confidence thing and not knowing what to expect. I suppose an element of self-doubt played a part. You feel a little intimidated by it all. With the bikes, banners and stories from the previous event. And the fact that I haven't done riding this technical for a while didn't help. To be honest, it didn't take much. Not having done this for a while, you tend to forget the planning and consideration that goes into a multi-day event of this nature. And in my case, it was a 2,000 kilometer round trip, excluding the riding at the event. I considered taking the bike on a trailer, the weather was a contender, which included taking extra bedding for the camping option and then there was the distance what clothes to take and how to pack all of this on your bike you know what i'm getting at the kiss concept is one of my mottos in life this concept keep it simple stupid in this case one so it was just me my backpack and some tools 
I also have a new motorcycle and it gave me a chance to bond with it. Not much emotion involved, certainly not from the motorcycle side, so understanding is probably a better way of putting it. Although I sometimes do think they, she, him have emotions as well. Because of the distance, I had opted to split the trip in half. On the way there, stay over with friends. On the way back, it was different. Again, not something I planned, but me and friend Phil on his Harley bogged down and did the thousand kilometer journey in one go. Yes, there was a guy on a 600 kilogram Harley Davidson. He obviously didn't do the off-road thing except the one very bad part that wasn't planned at all. His GPS route took him up Mitchell's Pass, you had to be there to understand that, and just about 7 kilometers short of the venue had to be rescued from a problematic clutch. Sunday morning we set off, back home, the coldest day of the weekend. Not only that, we got rained on and the little sleep from the previous night didn't help. We started the journey in 3 degrees and it stayed pretty much in the early teens the whole day. If you wanted to know, doing that distance on a KTM 790R adventure is possible and to say the least, other than the elements, a very nice ride. It helped to confirm that my research and choice of motorcycle was right. We broke up the journey in 200 kilometer sections and before I knew it, we were home. I will most certainly explore the technical and practical side of things more in future episodes, but one other element for me was tire choice. What do I go with? 2000 kilometers on tar and when you get to the other side, 400 kilometers of gnarly off-road stuff. Rocks and ruts, but to name a few. Yes, I opted for RR1, the more challenging route, and the right tyres definitely made a difference to help ride these. I had so much fun, me and my new bike and friends and the elements. Funny now that I did it, again, after so long, I want more, and you know the feeling. One of the people I met was Jerry van Abels, South Africa's oldest Dakar finisher, we had a nice chat and, and one of the things we talked about was how do you help non-riders in your life understand or appreciate what it is that you are doing. Not that easy, right? But something that occupied my thoughts quite a lot. Part of the reason I do the podcast is to share the passion and through these stories give friends and family a better idea. I shared a few videos and photos on family groups and they were completely amazed at the stuff they saw. Images of grown men working together squeezing bikes over and under obstacles. What do you say or what stories do you tell when you get home? How would you help them understand? Some might not be interested but you'll be amazed if you show them a few videos or photos. Look out for a future episode with Jerry. I don't know about you, but riding and motorcycles probably occupy most of my daily thoughts. To be honest, I don't even watch TV, YouTube about riding techniques and reading about gear, let alone going out riding, is about it. I'm lucky my wife is a rider, so it makes it a bit easier. Now you know, I'm not just that podcast guy, I do ride and have been for many years. 
there's a couple of highlights and key moments like a Cape to Cairo trip, which is a story for another day. There's also people, places and training facilities which played a role in bringing me to this point. Sometimes in the not too distant future, I'd like to share more about this with you and hear your ideas and stories.